Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Little behind the scenes thing. Thomas in Poland running the show. Demands that we be more professional. So he says, Ralph, I need a rundown. I need to know the topic list. I need to know all of it. Me, I did it for Thomas for the first time ever on time. I gave it to him, turned it in, turned my homework in. Yesterday, today, in the pregame show, Thomas was nothing but obscenities because all hell broke loose to, with the Saints today. We had breaking news upon breaking news. The greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL, Drew Brees, retired. That's where we'll start. Uh, Gentlemen, my thing was with this is I can't – the record and the statners and all that, but, Andrew, the thing that I will always remember about Drew Brees is he made me believe the Saints could win the goddamn Super Bowl, and I never believed that for a second before Drew Brees arrived for the Saints. I never did. And starting in 2006, he hit Reggie Bush against the Bears. Saints were down three. And I thought for the first time in my life, the Saints can go to the goddamn Super Bowl. And I believed it. And it happened once. A little bit of more luck, a little better refereeing. It happened a couple more times. But to me, that's the thing of all of it that Drew Brees, the records, the great and the great man, whatever he did for New Orleans. But that's the thing. As a Saints fan, he gave it to us. Like he, for 15 goddamn years, We've gone into every year believing the Saints can win the Super Bowl. And I think it's a, that's a freaking very special thing as a sports fan. I wasn't sure as a Saints fan I was ever going to get it. He gave it to us. I got 15 years of it. Yeah, what a privilege, man, to be able to watch him for 15 years. And it was special to see his greatness, be able to watch that every Sunday. And I feel a little spoiled. Uh, I can't help but feel a little bittersweet, you know, and and – Look, it never ends well. Like unless you're Peyton Manning and you ride off into the sunset. But even with him, he didn't get to do that. Do that with the Colts. You know, they kicked him to the curb and they drafted Andrew Luck. So, you know, it, very rarely John Elway had a storybook finish. But you're never, almost never, going to get that. So, it's not so much that I was hoping for that, but just when you add the uh, the COVID stuff, uh, where he didn't have fans in the stadium, that was a real bummer. The stuff in the off season, just with you know, the, uh, the racial finance. tensions and all that. Oof. Yeah, just 
<laughs> like it's just a it, it's a bummer to me that like now he's being he's been treated a little unfairly and like it just didn't like if he was gonna go out and he was gonna go out with like declining skill and a disappointing loss in the playoffs like that that was like probably scripted for most quarterbacks but it's like the other two things that kind of for me like I I just wish it was different you know. All right. Well, look. First, first of all. Technically, Drew Brees didn't announce his retirement. His kids announced it, okay? <laughs> and you guys have kids. You know the crazy shit that comes out of their mouths. So, you know, he could still come back. I think he could still come back. Uh, he could say, oh, you know, my kids, they say the darndest things. Uh, I, I wasn't retiring. I don't know who told him to say that. I didn't well, tell him to say that. Well, you did see the writing below there, right? On the Instagram. No, shut up. No, okay. shut up. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I mean, you know, we... we you had to know this was coming. We knew the writing was on the wall. We saw, we saw the workout video. We saw the hair. And, uh, you know, he didn't have a full head of hair surgically implanted just to cover it up with a football helmet for five months. Uh, so we knew this was coming. We had to know this was coming. So uh, rip, R.I.P. Drew Brees. Kevin, you've been a, you're a longtime Saints fan like me and Andrew your whole life. What? Did what does he what does he mean for you personally? Um, sorry, the do- I I know that didn't get picked up, but the dog, the dog here had a very <laughs> angsty sigh. Um, you sure about that? The dog's upset about about the dog having an angsty sigh. Yeah, the dog had an angsty sigh, Tomas. <laughs> um, uh, maybe it did get picked up. I don't know. You're the I think it guy, did. Uh, putting the maybe it did. The machine. Um, yeah, Drew, Drew Brees meant everything. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm struggling to ha- come up, but like I'm struggling to have like a Tom Rinaldi esque <laughs> diatribe. Let's not get too emotional about here. Drew Brees. No, no, no. And, and I'm, I, I don't think I am. But this team was in the shitter, or was going into the shitter before. Before the hurricane, yes. So, and and I'm I'm try I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay away from the Katrina stuff as much as humanly possible because of it's it's both a little bit overdone and frankly I don't like doing that to to this uh, you know yeah like the saints the saints save New Orleans and right yeah it's. New Orleans um, saved New Orleans, not the Saints. Right. I mean, this it, it was part of it, but whatever. I'm, I'm. But the fact that 31 teams gave up on this guy, like he, his, his shoulder, fucked, was absolutely fucked on him trying to do a dive in a meaningless game, <laughs> right. and. The team that drafted him, you know, gave up on him. The most important um, non-Saints play, the most important uh, p- 
play in Saints history that didn't involve the Saints. Drew Brees' shoulder all, getting yeah. obliterated. Yeah. Mm. Miami said, nope, it, 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 he doesn't have it. He's not going to have it. And just every other team completely overlooked him, and the Saints said, fuck it, we'll take a flyer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. Sean, yeah, new coach who said, I'll take a flyer on him. It was his, it was going to be Sean Payton's ass. This, this could, it's entirely possible this could have been Sean Payton's only chance to be a head coach. If Drew Brees, if Drew Brees isn't healed and stinks up the joint and they go and rely on uh, Mark Brunel <laughs> for the bulk of the, 2006 season. No, it would have been Jamie Martin. Jamie Martin, yeah. Oh, Jamie Martin. Oh Sorry, god. thank you. Oh my god, you talk about the I saddest mean, timeline in the history of right. so, my god. So it's entirely possible Sean Payton doesn't even make it. It's possible he doesn't make it out of the 20, 2007 season. And just the number of things that have to go right. It's true. Yeah. In leading up to to the 2006 season, and it's like. I was there for training camp for 2006, for 2007, and I want to say 2000 and no, not 2008, for 2006 and 2007. I was there for the training camps. And the way that the whole team just rallied around one another and the way that the fan base rallied around the team was tremendous. Um, 06 was the first year the Superdome was yeah. sold out. I mean, Reggie Bush. And I keep thinking yeah. after the first three, after the first three games, when they go three and zero at the start of the 06 season, somebody and I don't know who it was made a video on YouTube set to this Coldplay song called "Fix You." Oh my God, that's and it was very is a very emotional thing. Like it's just it's just a basic YouTube video that most anybody could probably. That's make. a tearjerker song, though. I saw this video after week three, and I would occasionally watch it a handful of times every year since, and it instilled in me. A, a a love and respect both for both for Drew Brees and Sean Payton, 
Like I look to them like I would look to an older brother. Interesting. They they hmm. just the looks on their faces, this this calm, confident smile on their faces that just said, Hey, it's gonna be okay. And we're going to ride this out with y'all. And that was it. And, and, and that was it for me. And every time that I got to be in the Dome to watch a game and to see how they would play and to see how they would react, felt like, okay, these guys give a shit. They give a shit. Drew Brees makes a boneheaded play. He reacts like he made a boneheaded play. He doesn't just smile and act aloof. <laughs> And well, and that was, uh, that was some air, that was going. some Aaron, that was some Aaron Brooks shade right there. Right, like it, right. It, it was the antithesis of that. You know, Sean Payton grabbing the face mask of Curtis Deloach after the fucking blocked punt, and it, and I don't know if it was. I can't remember if it was immediately after that, or it was a little bit later in that game. But he got in Curtis Deloach's face about something. And me and the guys I was with in the stands were like, dude, this guy, this guy fucking gets it. It's, we can't fucking coast. Even when we do something tremendous, we can't fucking coast. You gotta, you gotta just be all in, all 60 minutes, the whole thing. And you ride, you ride with that team. Mm -hmm. Like the whole ride or die thing. You just become so invested that every single thing you it kills you watching them lose even in shootouts it kills you you're proud that they're scoring points and you're saying i'm gonna ride with this team through the end and you die every sunday watching them lose in dramatic fashion <laughs> the nfc championship game against the bears they were getting they got the doors blown off of them and it's like yeah you know fred uh thomas fred thomas don't you slander you, you, Fred you're Thomas. You're dying Fred. watching you Fred Thomas Fred. get get embarrassed in the secondary. What what were we talking about again? How did we get here? How do we? Yeah, is oh, this a Drew Brees retirement show? No. My God, man, if we're talking no. about Fred Thomas and Curtis. Well, here's here's my question. I, to you. Because I, look, look, I've been waiting. I've been waiting ten minutes to talk. Like, where's the <laughs> fucking punchline? You motherfuckers talk. I'm not on this thing all the time. I'm not on this thing all the time. I fucking was in Look, when I sang goddamn hymns about Drew Brees on this podcast that people can go track down somewhere, I sang fucking hymns about this motherfucker. I was screaming about how this guy was the man and people needed to be, needed to be paying homage to him before he was chucking 5,000 yards even once, let alone multiple times, before he started breaking... Untouchable records. I was screaming that this guy was not getting his flowers. Right. And this guy finally gets to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl, gets named the MVP. We all wept. Grown-ass men weeping at a fucking... at a, at a sporting event. Uh, yeah. And and just to, to watch the... to... Watch the decline. It hurt. <laughs> and 
It sucks knowing that his final season. I give Kevin this. Kevin is so up in his feelings. He just barely made sense. And that's coming from me, so that's a big insult, Kevin. I have a lot of love in my heart right now. Oh, oh my please, let's. I'm ending it. I'm ending it there. We are. Well, we are, Dave, okay. here's my question real. to you: Is no, 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 Ralph, no, Ralph. It is my fucking turn. Go, 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 yeah. Okay, first of all, some of the stats: most career passing yards, most career pass completions, most consecutive games with a touchdown pass, highest single season completion percentage, most pass completion career career. Season. percentage also correct most yeah. 5000 yard passing seasons uh i wanted to piggyback off something kevin said 20 minutes ago uh, when, he was, when he was talking about um you know alternate universes and alternate timelines i i think alabama crimson tide fans should also be pouring one out for drew Brees' retirement right. today because had miami taken drew Brees, uh nick uh, sabin could have potentially had success in Miami. Do you State think in the Mickey NFL, Loomis maybe sends, never gone to Alabama? Do you think Mickey Loomis sends Nick Saban a box of little Debbies every March 14th? Because if he doesn't, I think he should. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as BetOnline is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. You know what's another thing that's amazing about Breeze that doesn't get talked about enough? When you look at you look at Deshaun Watson and his situation in Houston or Russell Wilson, what's going on right now yeah. in Seattle, how easily at any point from really 2007 up until 2016 could Drew Breeze have said, you know what, like to hell with you guys. You, you continually fail to give me a defense every time – I go. I drive us down the field and score for us in the final two minutes of a game. It doesn't even freaking matter because the defense gives up a ninety-yard ninety-yard drive in a minute and twenty seconds with no timeouts, and we lose. Drew Brees. I saw a stat on Twitter today that he Drew Brees teams where he goes in the fourth quarter and gives them the lead, then mm-hmm. subs- subsequently give up the lead. That's happened like twenty-one times in his career. Right. And Brady, Peyton Manning, and like some other great quarterback, the three of them combined have less than what Breeze has. Yeah, and it's just, I think it's Rodgers a, was the other one. Yeah, and so like Breeze has had like horrific defenses, some of the worst in NFL history, 
And you know what? Like, shame on the Saints and their organization for not putting, like, room temperature defenses on. How much more successful could he have been? And so not once did he complain, not once did he ask to be traded, not once did he ever have anything but this ultra-positive, I love being on the Saints, I love New Orleans, I love my team. Like, every single day of his life, you never saw frustration from him and that might be the most remarkable thing about the man. And Kevin, you, to be fair, you, you the Saints on... in 2014 and 2015 were – they weren't just bad defense. They were absolute fucking chaos. Junior Gallette yeah. and all of it. Like, it was chaos. And he never once publicly gave, did, did anything, gave a, gave a peep of being unhappy, you know? I want to yeah. piggyback off of Juge, but Dave, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I had I had one other note here in my notes app, and that was, you know, to, to mention what Andrew mentioned. It's just that uh, my first reaction when I hear Drew Brees is retiring, obviously, is, is sad, and, and you think of all the good stuff. But I hate the fact that my mind then naturally always goes toward, God damn it. Uh, this, didn't win half enough. of this half of his time here was fucking wasted uh, because they, all, they couldn't just feel like – like Andrew said, just a room temperature defense. Um, and I, I hate that 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 so quickly it goes from oh yeah, Drew, God, he was so great, and then yeah, he was so great, and we all we have to to show for it is one fucking Super Bowl. Well, uh, it so just I, it, I, I do hate that. I, it, I really it's do. Frustrating, it's frustrating, Dave, because because if you gave us a choice, you would say, hey, these defenses that we had from 2017 to 2020, you would have much rather the Saints have that quality of defense from. 2013 to 2016 because those were the last peak Drew Brees years like they were still he was still great and he was still super efficient and whatever but Drew Brees 2017 to 2020 it wasn't the same it wasn't the same level of spectacular that's what I wanted to jump in Ralph in 2018 he was MVP candidate until like week 12 or that's 13. right but week from week 12 on he was not but, and he was not the same no he, but come on man okay but, 20, but 2018 was his best season of his career arguably so somebody I, I can't remember who it was there were a couple people on twitter saying that drew Brees's best game or, or his last great game was in 2017 uh mm. I, th- I think they were arguing it was the the minnesota game like no, the playoff no. game he where had, he, he willed them back, where he willed them back from halftime to put them in a position to win. And I started thinking, was his la- there's no way his last great game was in 2017. So I went looking through 2018 and 2019, and I found one in 2019 that I think is actually uh encapsulates Drew Brees' tenure perfectly. 2019 against the San Francisco 49ers. Drew Brees goes <laughs> 29 of 40, throws for 349 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, mm. 138.4 quarterback rating, and the Saints lost. 48 to 46. That was against the Super Bowl defense. Yeah. Yep. He put up 
Five touchdowns against a Super Bowl caliber defense. And all they had to do was stop Jimmy Garoppolo. All you had to do was stop Jimmy Garoppolo and you'd have had home field advantage. And they Emmanuel Sanders. And they couldn't fucking do it. Yep. God, it makes me so sad. And so even when the Saints defense is good, they were pulling that shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, I listen, it's uh I look back at 15 years and, you know, like Dave said, there's just so many records. There's so many special moments. Uh, and, and it's hard to really pick one. You know, there, there's the bombs that Devery Henderson and Meacham, you know, the era where he was with Jimmy Graham and and uh, Darren Sproles and the, the stats they put up in those years. I mean, the, the long history with Marcus Colston and, and the chemistry that those two guys had, you know, how he was able to turn no-name receivers like Joe Morgan and Willie David Sneed, Pat- Lance Moore. Yeah, he, how he was able to turn those guys into productive NFL players. And, um, you know, there's just – I have so many memories. And, um, you know, it all adds up to for 15 years as Saints fans, we got to watch Breeze and watch him go to work. And I feel bad. You know, I know it's maybe going to be Taysom. It's maybe going to be Jameis. Uh, but I really feel bad for pretty much any other quarterback we watch in our lifetime because it's probably always going to pale in comparison, almost definitely. And we we will never see another quarterback in our lifetime playing for the Saints that's that good. And I, I believe that. And, um, you know, those are big shoes see, to fill. Here's and, the thing. Uh, but, but, I'm, but I'm thankful I got to witness it. Here's the thing, Dave. 65% completion percentage, and I know all the stat nerds say completion percentage doesn't matter and blah, blah, blah. But 65% completion percentage or anything lower than that is going to feel like poverty compared to Drew Brees. Like, that dude was completing 75% of his goddamn throws. And... I know you'll say, well, another quarterback, it'll, it'll, he'll throw deep and it'll it'll balance out. But, dude, you get a quarterback that's throwing, completing like 62, 63% of his passes, it's going to feel like poverty. And, and we are not we are not going to like it, Dave. I can tell you that, Saints Twitter at least. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the way it was always going to be, though. Uh, you know, regardless of who's playing quarterback. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll... We all knew this was going to happen. Nobody should be surprised. Nobody right. should be surprised at all. It was getting a little weird, though, like the last week yeah, or so. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. I, I, I think, I mean, you remember like a week, two weeks after the Super Bowl or whatever, Mickey Loomis came out and he said that he was expecting Drew to make an announcement, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the next week or so. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think... I, I think they knew that he was retiring and, the, and they just, they didn't think he was going to drag it out the way he did. Um, but I think yeah. that they just knew he was retiring and then they just assumed he was going to uh, say something sooner rather than later. And, but it turned out he just took his sweet ass time with it and kind of played it out, maybe draw a little more attention to himself, you know. Yeah. Well, he kind of think... picked a poor day, though. I know it's the 15th well, year. No, but do you 15... think he waited? Do you think he knew after the final game of the season that he was going to wait until March? And if so, or, or, or whether he decided that or not, do you think when he did decide that he told Loomis and them eventually, like, hey, like, it, you know, Loomis comes out and says, oh, he, he'll probably announce something shortly one way or the they other. Had, and then when that doesn't happen, 100%. do you think Drew reaches out and says, hey, guys, I'm going to wait until March 
because it seems nothing else was said, right? Like Loomis, Loomis and Peyton never really, like, I, I don't know. It never seemed to really get, get blown up into a, into a huge, uh, Farvian level, uh, story. Like, oh, when the fuck's he going to do it? I mean, it seems like something we might have been talking about, but it never seemed like the media well, was, I think all, also too, was the, all up on his the, ass. The cap redo was a tell, right? When he re- reduced his salary to like a million bucks. Like, that was a tell that uh, that he was retiring. Yeah. Um, right, Andrew? I mean, like, there was no yeah. – there there's no way he's coming back and playing for a million bucks. Like – yeah, I think I think there, the fact that there were no rumors out there that he was considering, I think if, if it would have been more mystery and more would have been talked about if they had said if there was stuff out there that like Drew was considering coming back. You know, yeah. I think no no media member, no teammate, no coach, no nothing ever said that that was a possibility. So I think we all saw this pretty clearly, and it was just a matter of when he when he was going to make the announcement. And it makes sense, you know, the 15 year anniversary. By the way. Speaking of the 15-year anniversary, when he signed 15 years ago today, uh, we got to go back and look at his shirt choice. Here. My God. He's, we- he's wearing a short sleeve button-down, uh, <laughs> completely oversized. I, Ralph, I can't believe Brittany let him out of the house. Like, clearly, <laughs> she needs to be dressing him like Sally does for you. I mean, but, you, I mean you... for her to allow him out of the house with that shirt, and it's not like it was just like, your average weekend, he was going to sign to be the face of a franchise. Dude, you, what, would, what, would, what did Sally think about that? It's, I'm glad you brought that up because she she looked me dead in the face and she said, I would never fucking let you leave the house like that. He dresses like you dressed before I fixed you. Like, and she's kind of right. Like, that's how I would dress, like the big baggy shirt, like, like it's embarrassing. Like it's embarrassing. Like, but they were young, so maybe like Britney still didn't no. like. Like I don't know. Well, he had a, it, no, he no, had no, a, hang on. He had a tweet a, that said, "Nice, nice shirt, Bree." So I think even he realizes yeah, he, that. I, yeah. I don't think he no, would dress a, like that now. There's a stand-up. I wish I remembered who the stand-up uh, artist was. You know, I think it was Sinbad. Well, look at that shirt. Look Sinbad that. once once did a, like fa- a, a bit about how women dress their husbands to look like children. So no other woman will come around them. <laughs> so Brittany. Ralph, that explains out, a lot. Brit- yes, Brittany says, <laughs> oh, oh, Andrew, you'll look really good here. This will look good on you. And it's an oversized fucking tent that she puts funny, him in. I think it's funny that Sinbad was the comedian that said that because I feel like Sinbad would wear that shirt. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Dude, Sinbad like was a... wearing a fucking tracksuit when he did these jokes. So, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's well. Seeing that's the thing with my wife. My wife has no fear of me, even if I'm dressed to the nines. Like no one else is gonna want me. Well, Ralph's Ralph's wife is 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 bragging about how she fixed Ralph. But I mean, meanwhile, Ralph is wearing a Saint shirt. So that's 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 you fixed. I don't think this is the podcast. I can't. I can't dress him for the podcast. I mean, I gotta dress up. I gotta put Saint. I I was gonna wear a Drew Brees jersey, Dave, but it it uh I don't I don't know where it is. And I'm not a jersey. I'm not a jersey wearing guy. So I feel like I should go put my Brees jersey jersey on. on. Mm. You know, one um, one more time. Yeah. (laughs) 
one more time. The interesting thing is Breeze. He look like you know he, what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get a Breeze jersey. I'll be right back. <laughs> he, he totally changed his body as Andrew ejects. Um, so we'll wait for the next topic. We'll we'll wait for him to get back before we talk. But Kevin, maybe this we, this would be a good time. Can we get a, a farmers only love update from Kevin? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, well, look, Juge will be disappointed that he's missing out on this, but I guess he can get it on the on the, the listen back. <laughs> That's the ER theme. I couldn't okay. help myself. I can't help myself. So, I'm a terrible person. So the girlfriend, the doctor, she knows that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. So that's good. She appreciates that. I asked her how much of her day-to-day life is really like Grey's Anatomy. And she said, not that much. I said, how much of the hospital is like Grey's Anatomy? Like, is there a bunch of, like, relate? Like, is, are people banging in the medicine or the, in the medical closets and shit like that uh, relationship? She said, no, not really. And I asked She's her... She's lying. <laughs> and I asked her... When you're watching a show like Grey's Anatomy or ER or House or whatever, how often does like your brain say, oh, that's bullshit, that's bullshit, that doesn't make sense? She said she does have to turn her brain off at times. Um, I she said the thing that she noticed, well, she's with me, so she has to turn it off quite a bit. So the thing that she noticed, the thing that she noticed is... Her biggest bugaboo is with the show House. She said that they all wouldn't be working random-ass cases the way they are. They're all general internists. They wouldn't be doing a bunch of, like, random Kevin, things with brains. Kevin, Kevin, yeah. Kevin I what? just, I wanted an update on you and your girlfriend and how you were doing. I didn't need to know what her opinion were. What opinion were about Dr. House? Single, does she, single medicine show. That does she think <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Hope yes, was right realistic? Yes, stupid you asked for an I update go. man i'm just trying to give you look i have a lot of I love go, in my I heart go, right I now go get my breeze jersey and i come back and he's talking about fucking house is new amsterdam like, a realistic yeah. depiction of medicine like, in 2021 yes. we're yes. doing very well dave we're yeah. doing very well we spent the weekend together <laughs> again we're doing very she spent the night at the house for the first time did you play okay. doctor does she know does she know about the podcast yeah not yet. Not yet. Smart man. Smart. He's a, that's smart. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know what was also smart? smart? As the Saints giving us more news, like they, Drew Brees retiring would have been enough to carry this podcast John. through. But, Dave, Mickey Loomis did something yes. Yes. I think deserves the Congressional Medal of Freedom. Not only did he save $8.5 million of cap space by redoing Taysom Hill, he gave him $140 million of Monopoly money and set football Twitter on fire. 
is this the Saints? This is Mickey Loomis. Not only is he is a great GM, this is like the is this the best troll job that a Saints player executive coach has ever done? I feel like it might be. You know, I'm. It's honestly, it's it's not a it's not a troll job. It's just everybody else just doesn't seem to know. They don't. They don't. They don't game the system like like Mickey Loomis does. You know, they don't. They don't study the rules, figure out ways to subvert. You know, to still play the game, uh, but to have it work in your favor. Um, and it's like. Yeah, but the hundred and four. He didn't have to give him a hundred and forty million dollars in fake money to play. To, to, I, I feel like I got to explain this because. Okay, Juice. I've seen a lot of things out there. Explain it to me like I'm five. Are there? Their minds are blown, and they they just don't understand. This contract might as well be nothing, okay? Right. It's it's purely for cap purposes this year, and they you want to spread it. They're know, giving them four years, quote-unquote. And you never will. Continue. That's right. So they're basically spreading out his cap hit so he can cost less against the cap this year. All of that money, the $140 million, every red cent of it, is not guaranteed. They can cut him at any point. It's not guaranteed, and he doesn't get any of it. Okay, so it's just—it's like it doesn't exist. I want you guys to see that number, and I want you to move on in your mind like it never even happened, because he will never see that money, and it's just Mickey Loomis doing shenanigans. It's just—you don't just, need to understand it. Right. You don't need to try to comprehend it. Just know he won't be getting that money. How it's good does he have be to be problem. to get that money in a in a in a fictional world, Dave? Like how good? Uh, he, to has to to he has to be Russell Wilson. Yeah, he has to be Russell Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's he's just pushing paper around. He's he's moving numbers from one column to another column. Uh, if Taysom uh, is Russell Wilson, good, he will see that money. Right, Kevin. I and. and and you and and you out there listening as a Saints fan will not give a shit that he gets that money because you will be like, yes, here you go, you deserve all of that. <laughs> you deserve more. He's a discount, Kevin. I was worried this week that the Saints they cut Malcolm they cut Malcolm Brown, they cut Janoris Jenkins, they cut Emmanuel Sanders. I was worried there for a minute that the cap nerds they were winning and Loomis Math was going to be defeated. And it was dark on, like, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, the cap nerds were clearly winning. But I feel like giving Taysom Hill $140 million in Monopoly money and creating nine or $8.5 million in space and whatever it is, I feel like Mickey Loomis reasserted the dominance of Loomis math, and I feel so much better yeah. about it that the cap nerds are mad. Right, before and, you, and, before and you, you, you answer, Before you answer, please tell us what your girlfriend thinks about um, Chicago ER, the medical show, uh, whether she thinks it's <laughs> New Amsterdam or not. She liked she liked ER. She she liked ER. She she is. Not, I don't think she's ever watched Chicago Hope. So. Does she watch Emergency Room Disasters on A and E? No, she does not. She has very little time for a lot of television. Oh, what about Doogie Hauser? What does she think about Doogie Hauser? I'll get her opinion on Doogie Hauser, and I'll let uh, you all know. All right, answer. I'll let you all know. Answer yeah, Ralph's question. Um. Well, Ralph, you, you and Juge seem to be declaring that the the cap nerds were victorious. I was uh, thinking like, it, but now I'm not. It, now I'm torn. No, no, no. Well, no, I know that, but 
you were all I was, you know, I was sad. I was real sad. You were you were NBC in November 2000 declaring Gord <laughs> won Florida before the rest of the damn votes came in. <sighs> and 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 I and you know, I got to be Tim Russert pointing on my little whiteboard saying Florida Florida Florida. And 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 now now how how is it that I'm the one that says, "Oh no, Mickey Lou, like I'm not worried about the, the 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 cap dorks saying, oh, you know, the Saints are done now. The Saints are done now. How many times has Mickey Loomis bent the space-time continuum <laughs> when it comes to money or pulled the old okey-doke on, on, mm-hmm. on accounting and, and uh, made Sally Struthers' head spin? Every time. Like, how many times? Every time. And yet, here you go, last week, with your show, with the full screen... Ah, Loomis, uh, Loomis might have, the cap nerds might have won, and they're going to laugh at Loomis. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Don't declare somebody dead until uh, un, until there's a flat line for an extended period of time. I'm dating a doctor, so I've learned that. Well, it's like Jim Moore always says. Do you think you Wait, know, the Pels are winning but you against don't the Clippers? know, and you never will. Pelicans going to do the full Pelican. They'll blow it, I'm sure. Of course they are. Yeah, they're playing a good team. They always they're play playing a good team. Yeah, they must so be here's another here's another thing that else you got totally robbed by the way. Oh a- my eighth God. seed How did that is ball not BS. Yes, yeah. I know. God, made just, me sick. You know, go Tigers. I'm um, sending Kevin a sh- I'm sending Kevin a shirt that says, "I'm trust me, I'm dating a doctor." By the way, we should also talk about how Drew Brees yesterday tweeted about this pizza. Oh, this my. Pizza. That was worse than his performance against Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Somebody, that should have been a clue that he was retiring because he would definitely not eat that if he was in still in right. football. Mode, right. That's you know? I'm more embarrassed about the peas and the spaghetti. His body is a temple, and he never would have put that never trash touched. in his mouth. Never. Somebody needs wasn't to retired. get him out of the goddamn kitchen. He is, he is an abomination to an embarrassment. He could be on America's <laughs> as, worst as, cooks. Dave, he really could. As Dave, incredible as he was at football, he's equally terrible at cooking anything. And, pick, so and picking shirts. Like yeah. Yeah, so what was the deal? That was a barbecue chicken pizza, and then he just added pretty much every topping every that they meat. had on top of it? it. It was a pizza. It wasn't barbecue. It was a pizza. I thought I he saw M&M's he, in that shit. He said something about how he like he ordered a barbecue chicken pizza, but then he started making his own creation. I don't know, but they were like it – looked, it looked like there were whole delis cut pieces of ham on there. Like Dave, I, Dave, I thought of you, and I thought of your distaste for deep dish pizza and how much you hate it. Yeah. And when I when I saw that picture from Drew Brees, I just pictured you being like, you know what? Just give me the deep dish. I'll take the deep dish over that. <laughs> One that's burnt on yeah. three quarters of it. There it is. Yeah, look like that looks like even, nachos. Look, it's good. I mean, like, there's no way you can even you know you can't even like pick that up. Like, it's gonna be so soggy underneath there. If if I asked you what that, knife and fork. if I asked no, you what no. that was, and you didn't know that Drew Brees said it was a pizza, I don't think pizza would be in my top five guesses of what it would be. <laughs> no, yeah. See, look, no, he says believe I would it. I say or a not, weird lasagna. Yeah. Wait, no, believe it or not, on the menu, this was listed simply as barbecue chicken pizza. 
dot 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 but after i made some slight adjustments this was the finished product so he ordered a barbecue chicken pizza and then he was like fuck it just put everything else on there dude drew Brees <laughs> cooks like i adjust the levels on this podcast <laughs> i mean what in i don't the think hell? about that hmm in the hell but i mean look at look at those pieces of, i mean that, that looks like it looks it looks like when you go to the deli it's, it look, it's, it's i like mean sandwich meat it looks like a food <laughs> hate crime is what it looks like i mean <laughs> i mean if, uh, if 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 you if you if if i brought that home from a pizza plate i'd be like i'd bring that back and be like what did you do to my pizza um so a couple of people are asking in the chat about Jameis Winston and what this Taysom Hill stuff means for Jameis. Uh, quickly, I'll address that. Um, it means nothing. Uh, Jameis very much could still come back. Uh, in fact, I, from what I know, the Saints still very much want to re-sign him. And it would still be an open competition. So that this is not an endorsement of Taysom Hill or that he would I think the, be given the starting job or anything. I think Nothing's the, changed with Jameis. They I think back. the Cam Newton deal, Dave, sort of sets the template for Winston. And that Cam Newton got – they announced it like, oh, Cam got $14 million from New England. That's kind of crazy. And then they're like, no, 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 no. He got $5 million. And he can make $9 million more in incentives. Like I feel like Jameis' yeah. contract from the Saints – they're going to announce it as like, Jameis got one year, 15 million, and everybody's going to laugh. And then it's going to be like, no, no, no. It's really like 3 million, and like he can make 12 million more if he's the starting quarterback. It's, it's going to be a one year version of what they just did to Taysom. I think it'll yeah. be less than Taysom. No, not the uh, amount of money, but just the structure of it all. You know, it's going to be. Oh, it's going to look like Jameis is getting a bunch of money. Oh, yeah, he's I see only getting saying. this amount of money, and it's only for one year. And maybe, maybe they'll give him a two-year. They gotta, Kevin. They, they uh, listen. But the I, second year will be voidable. I don't, I don't want to preach. Clear, to well, clearly, I don't want to preach to people. But, but, God damn it, get your vaccine because Kevin, I need preseason football from the Saints this year. And I know that's weird because preseason football is usually lame, but we need it. Like we, we gotta have this. Taysom Jameis preseason battle. Like, we got to have this. This could be the most exciting preseason in a while, right? But we got to have the games. I think the the phrase most exciting should never be in the same sentence as preseason football. Um, most exciting preseason ever. But yeah, but look. That's look, the smartest somebody, thing I, you've ever I, said on this show, Kevin. And I've said a lot of dumb shit to really counteract that. Yes. I think it was Skooks on Twitter on, who said... On this episode. Oh, yeah. I think it was Skooks on Twitter who said, everybody needs to get their shot so you can go out and take a shot. So oh, I like that. I that like should that. be... Fucking that poetry. should be the PR mantra That's poetry that the right city there. needs to get behind. You want to go out and get shit, get shit housed? Go get the go get the shot in your arm, and 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 we'll all be able to go enjoy stuff in the summer and the fall. Kevin, I think it was I think it was Little John who said shot, 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 shot. Ralph, he Ralph, he really set you up. He he set you up for a Little John's segue talking about Drew Brees. I don't have I don't have any sound though. I'm going to go put the Pelicans game on in the background. I'll be right back. <laughs> so, 
Here's the thing. I really feel like, and I said this on Twitter, and I'm going to say it again on the podcast, but and, and this is not a joke. I really feel like 2021 is shaping up as the year of Kevin. He's dating a doctor. That is just incredible. But Kevin, the Saints this week, they got two, they got three comp picks, but two of them are in the third round in the top 110. It's incredible. You're going to have more picks. And I think it's going to be such the year of Kevin. I think a trade down might actually happen because the Saints will be picking at 28. There'll be nothing but offensive linemen left, and you'll get your trade down wish. I think 2021 is the year of Kevin. Thoughts? I mean, I think it's already my year anyway. Uh, <laughs> can't go anywhere but up, fellas. Um, yeah. I, I if, if they trade I would be surprised if they traded down. But if they don't, you know, get get an offensive lineman. <laughs> protect not, protect whoever not, the next quarterback is. Protect whoever trading. the next quarterback is. They're not trading down, and in fact, since they've got an abundance of picks, we all know that means they there's no way they're going to hold on to all of them. They gotta right. Gonna get if they, I'm going to tell you right now, if they take an offensive lineman again in the first round, Saints Twitter is going to have an aneurysm. Well, I'm sure it'll be for the best. But but I hate it though because I feel like third round. I I, I always love the third round. I always feel like you can get a lot of good value. I've always feel like the Saints have done pretty well in the third round. What, what round was Kamara drafted in? Third. Wasn't he like a third rounder? Third. They, they uh, moved yeah. up in the third round, and they gave up a future second to get Kamara. But I don't know. I, I, I don't have any data in front of me, but I feel like that they've they've always done pretty well in the third round. The third round has been kind to them. So yeah. I'd love it if I, they just at least sat on those picks and used them. I feel like they, the, the history says that they have four picks in the top 110, and they'll end up picking – They'll end up picking three players in the top 70, uh, and they'll trade <laughs> up at least once or twice. But, oh, I just, yeah, you but know the 2021 is shaping up so good for Kevin. Like I, I feel like playing playing this. You're, you're jinxing it, Ralph. I'm jinxing, but I feel like playing this, the breaking news, and it's a trade down for Kevin. Like I feel like it would be a historic moment for this podcast. That's what I'm just saying. Um. Dave, uh, the Saints still have a little bit more cap work to do, I think. Um, and this is this is another thing that really... Where, where are we at exactly? Andrew, where are we at? Give us a, a rundown. Well, it was $12 million before the Taysom stuff today. Uh, they were still tw- about $12 million over. And how much space did they save with Taysom today? Eight and a half. Eight. All right. So that, you know, there you go. That gives you about half. four and but a half. Here... Yeah, three and a half. Here's the thing, we don't Dave. Want, they, they don't want to get at the cap. They need to get below the cap. Well, they can they get below it. actual money to, to spend. But here's the thing that yeah. burns my ass this year about salary cap Twitter. Tampa does all sorts of stuff with voidable years with Levante David and, Bree, and uh, Brady just did a contract like four more years and voidable years and his cap, his cap hits like a dollar. When Tampa does it, it's caring about keeping a Super Bowl team together. When Mickey Loomis does it, it's insane and reckless. And Dave, I just feel like Cap Twitter, they're not even fucking consistent on what they say about the Cap, and it burns my ass to no end. 
You're muted. You're muted, Dave. Right. All right. I'm I'm not familiar with Cap Twitter. I don't uh, I don't fucks with Cap Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I I and I don't know why you do. I, I what does it matter? It I does got a lot matter. of problems not, with you those... people. <laughs> no. You're going to hear about it. That's why. I like arguing on Twitter. None, none of these people uh, that you are talking with have anything to do with what is going to happen in, in <laughs> real life. They have no experience. You know, it's just like, fuck this. Like, please. And, uh, you know, all of you, yourself included, you're playing checkers and and Loomis is playing 4D chess. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Here's a question for you, Andrew. Because you're the cap guy for us. You know it in and out and all that stuff. The Saints, they're getting close to the cap. So if I said to you, before Tuesday at 4, I think, is when they have to get under the cap officially. If I said to you, Ramchek, Lattimore, Marcus Williams, only one of them is getting an extension before Tuesday, who would you say it would be? Uh, I think we did this on our Daily Show. Which That's right, and people should subscribe to the Daily Show because it's amazing. It. Yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll repeat it for those of you that are not patrons that haven't heard. Uh, I I don't think they're going to be in a huge hurry with Marcus Williams in the sense that I think he's that that's going to be a, a a difficult deal to come to terms with, and he's he's franchise tagged, so he's not going anywhere. So I think there's time with him. It would be nice to get a deal done in the sense that you get space, uh, but I don't think you need to commit to it right away. Uh, Ramchek, I think, is also going to be a blockbuster deal. I, I, I think it's going to be tough to sign him without breaking the bank. And, and I, I don't even know how much money they'll really save by re, re signing, signing an extension for him because I just think it's going to be so expensive. Uh, so I would go with Lattimore. And it's funny because I was kind of lobbying to trade him earlier in the season. You've been beating yeah, that drum yeah. twice yeah. a week. On podcasts since January, kind of get that, the fuck but now out of here with that. But now that they're done, now that they've released Janoris Jenkins, I'm kind of like well, they gotta keep Lattimore. You know, they can't they can't lose both starting corners and start fresh. So, um, I think probably Lattimore. I'd want that security, knowing that if we're not gonna have Janoris Jenkins, uh, we I want 
corner to be solidified, locked down, and stable for the years to come. Dave, do you agree with Andrew, or do you think uh, someone else will get a con- of, and someone else from the big three will get a contract extension? I do agree with Andrew. Uh, uh, there's, there's no, there's no way they're gonna no roll into next season uh, with uh, who I don't know what Ken Crawley as uh, they're starting quarterback. <laughs> uh, PJ, PJ yeah. and Billy Bando. Oh, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's that's not something I'm comfortable. Billy Bando with. Twitter's uh, fun though. I will yeah, say I know. That. I understand that. No, I don't mind keeping him on the team, but uh, I don't want him. To, I don't want him starting for my team. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I have to agree with Andrew for sure. Kevin, does it make you sad that Loomis Math isn't special anymore, and that other teams are doing the voidable years? Now they they're 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 not doing voidable years inside of voidable years inside of voidable years inside of Beignet, like Loomis did to sign fairly back in 2016, but. Loomis Math has gone mainstream. Does it feel like your? I feel like it's kind of like your favorite band. They got real big, and you're kind of bummed that they're like not your little secret anymore. And every other band it sounds like them. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too bummed about that. I mean, Loomis has been doing this for how long? I'm, and 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 what? Like, we're we're talking about Tampa. I mean, who else is who else is really doing the whole like cap manipulation other than Tampa? Is is it is the concern that it's just Tampa? No, I mean the Rams are doing it. Somebody else did it too. Rams, yeah. Okay, um, I mean, look, it's a copycat league. So honestly, the problem is with the rest of the league that it took them that long to catch up to what Mickey Loomis had been doing, and the fact that. Folks want to slurp what the Bucks were doing as some sort of, you know, uh, positive, uh, you know, downright magic, while 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 declaring what Mickey Loomis uh, was doing some you sort know, of financial necromancy and wanting to burn him at the stake. It, it, that doesn't bother me. It really doesn't because How that's can- what. But it's so That's what annoying. the talking heads are going to do. Annoying, They're going to slurp like, whatever Brady and that organization will do. It's so whatever annoying, it though. It's so annoying. It's 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 the Saints. Right, but it's the same story. Avoidable years. They add ghost years. They do their whole thing, and it's fiscally irresponsible. You know, it's going to catch up with the Saints. You know, one day, you know, this whole cap thing is going to blow yeah. up in their face, and it's going to be terrible. And you know that, that that's the whole narrative. And then Tom Brady does it, and the Bucks do it, and it's, this is genius. They're able to keep the team competitive while he's still in his prime, and maybe they can make a run at another Super Bowl or two because they've done this genius cap moves. And it's like, it's like it, Ralph it's said, the you, same. You, you can't have it both ways. That's no, it. Look, I just, I'm not. They've been doing, that's the same story for how many years now? Of the Saints either getting ignored or overlooked or whatever the fuck it, while somebody else Here's the thing though, Kevin heaped a bunch of praise on. And I'm I, just choosing to just say whatever. It's I, I've I've already been t- I already know this story. I've read that fucking book. So why am I gonna waste my time and energy on it? Well, it's just it's annoying, Kevin. Because I, kids. because I feel like I feel like 
the the media they're getting even more um more annoying with the Saint how they describe the Saints. I wish I had sent to Thomas this tweet that that uh, Florio did about Taysom Hill. He called the Taysom Hill contract phony. It was a phony $140 million contract. As if Loomis, Dave, is committing bank fraud or some shit. Like, the media is getting even more aggressively negative with the, with describing how the Saints do their cap instead of just acknowledging, yeah, the Saints are kind of ahead of the curve. Like, that's all they have to do. But it seems like they're going the other way, and they're going hey, even more negative. Us. Yeah, I think I think you would say they hate us. They hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> it's true. It's jealous. true. Um, bef- before we get to uh, the questions uh, and play the uh, take it to the top music, I want to remind people: go to eBay slash sneakers, buy a pair of vintage sneakers before March thirty first, and you get in the raffle to win one of those four awesome pairs of Air Force One and every time you go to eBay slash sneakers and you buy a pair it helps the podcast because that means eBay's like oh our ad on Saints Happy Hour is really working and they'll commit they're this close to committing all year so go ahead and do it if you're a sneaker person eBay slash sneakers buy it and then send us or Armchair Media your receipt and you get interested in the raffle. And you can enter as many times as you want. If you want to buy six pairs, you're in the raffle six times. So go ahead and do it. Um, so, Thomas. You can never pull off uh, cool sneakers like that. Go ahead, Thomas, and fire up the uh, Take It to the Top music. Take your time. Take your, Take your time. time. Oh, you started playing the wrong song. Man, that's a wow. full Ralph. There it is. I mean... He is Polish. No. I like the when Ralph does the guns there, the <laughs> finger guns. Just one, just one gun, because my other oh, hand's like one. I'm like Bob Dole. <laughs> one good arm. <laughs> Maybe I should I should go full Bob Dole, Kevin, and have like a Saints pen in the crippled yeah, arm and like <laughs> and like wave around. <laughs> That'd be good. I think that's what you something. Uh, uh, Patrons, send me fun Saints objects, and I'll just hold the fun Saints object in my hand for the, for the podcast. So, uh, Andrew, fire up the—I mean, Thomas, fire up the questions. Let's 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 get to them. What do you mean? We should make yeah. We should make Thomas read these questions in his. Uh, yeah, read us the questions. Polish I like accent. the I like your accent. It sounds very James Bond villainish. Read us the um, questions. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Go maybe. Okay, so the first question is from Bodrich. Uh, so, which defensive position would you go after in the first round? DL, LB, or CB? I think we need a draft expert, Kevin, because he, he watches the film yeah. every day. Yeah, Kevin. Regular Mel Kuyper Jr. What, what position do the Saints I, I kind of... I kind of fancy you more as a Todd McShay myself. Thank you. Uh, I'll say defensive line. You gotta gotta work against the run. Well, you and got they're losing Trey Hendrickson, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Cam Jordan ain't getting younger. It's actually not a terrible answer, Kevin. Good Marcus job. two firsts. I don't, I don't think there is a terrible answer. I think What's next, Thomas? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. 
I, I still want JC Horn, man. I want Joe Horn's son. Yes. Well, I don't think, am I the only one that thinks that's never going to happen? Peyton did not like Joe Horn when he was here. You think he's going to draft his son? Yeah, it's a good point. Thomas, timestamp this. We can we can play this back in mock days. Hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. <laughs> Still funny. Oh, that never gets never old. Never gets old. All right, what's the next question, Thomas? Lay it on us. The uh, next question from the Wicca Man is, uh, will Mickey Loomis make the Hall of Fame? I can't think of a GM who has done better in the 2000s and 2010s, but I know you all said Peyton w w may not make it. I don't think Mickey yeah. Loomis has a shot in hell. How often do GMs make it? into the? They don't. You gotta yeah, be like... You gotta orchestrate like multiple Super Bowls, I think, to yeah. get in as a GM, like, right? Like being the being the Steve Jobs of the salary cap, like that doesn't get you in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It gets you like critically acclaimed, but like if you want to be a GM and get in the Hall of Fame, you gotta be like drafting the '70s Steelers or the '80s 49ers, where you have like built like these incredible rosters. Like being a salary cap magician ain't gonna do it. Well, you know, I will say this, though. Uh, Loomis and Peyton can build a legacy post-Breeze uh, starting now. And if they can get the Saints back into the playoffs, back into Super Bowl contention without Breeze, I do think that maybe changes his legacy a little bit because then it's about roster construction. And for, the ability for Sean to Payton, 100%. Because yeah. Sean Payton, he's looked at as a, like a play-calling genius. But if he wins with another quarterback, he goes into that Andy Reid level where Andy yeah. Reid is almost not above Belichick completely, but Andy Reid is in his own category of that dude. He won with Nick Nab. He won with Garcia. He won with... You know, Alex Smith. He won with Mahomes. He won. He got AJ Feely thirty million dollars. Like, that's a di that's a that's a different level of accomplishment. So I think you're right. I think, and it doesn't take like it won't even take like necessarily a Super Bowl if the Saints just extend this run out from like four years of playoffs to like five or six, and it's Jameis or it's Taysom, whatever. That changes the perception of Peyton completely. I agree. So I. So let me run down every general manager in the Hall of Fame. I've been scrolling through the list, and I, I'm not seeing straight general managers. These are people that oh, either have, yeah. like, coach or owner attached to them. George Allen, Bobby Bethard. That's actually just personnel general manager. Yeah. That's so far the only one. Paul Brown. Jim Fix. Al Davis. Weeb Eubank. Sid Gilman, yeah. Jerry Jones, yep. Earl, oh, Curly Lambeau, Jerry Lombardi. Jones is already in the Hall of Fame. He is. Yep. Yeah. He is. Uh, Bill Polian, okay. Pete Rozelle, although you could argue that was more so as commissioner. Commissioner. Ron yeah. Wolf, okay, that's strict. That's strict GM, Ron Wolf. George Young, that's a staff guy. Yeah, and that's it. So more of those people are either owners or coaches. I think I counted four guys that were just uh, office personnel. Yeah. This wasn't a question for 
uh, Tom Thomas that anybody put in, but I want to do it. This is a great thing from the Discord channel. And oh, by the way, get in the Discord channel. It's amazing. Become a patron. We talk Saints nonstop. Once the news hit with the Saints today, Discord blew up. And this is from somebody in the Discord. They tweeted out the odds from um, Bet Online, sponsor of the podcast, of who's going to be the Saints quarterback week one. Jameis is the favorite, three to two, but. Yep. Uh, Matt Ryan is on the list, and that made me throw up in my mouth. Who on this list, Andrew, would frighten you the most of, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jimmy Garoppolo, Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, Colt Colt McCoy? No, he's not retired. There were rumors he might, and he quickly squashed that and said, no, I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, is Thomas going to fire up this tweet? So I can look at this list, or am I supposed to go from memory? Yeah. Uh, Trev, tra- tra- uh, the one about the quarterbacks, the odds of the quarterbacks. Um, so it was like Jameis Winston was at the top, Taysom Hill was second. Uh, number three was Deshaun Watson. Number four was Russell Wilson. Yeah, one well, um, second. They were like ten to one odds or something like that. Yeah. Um, Alex Smith was fifteen to one. Teddy Bridgewater fifteen to one. Dalton twenty. I'll take I'll take Matt Ryan. Matt. Ryan. T- Matt Ryan was at the bottom. He was like fifty, 50 to one. To one. Uh, somehow Matt Ryan was has a higher chance of being the Saints quarterback than Trevor Simeon, who's on the <laughs> roster. Um, yeah. But uh. Mitchell yeah, Trubisky, Blaine Gabbert. Actually, that that's one that would make me want to puke. Trubisky. No, thank you. Hard pass. Mm. All right, well, yeah. we've moved on. Tom Thomas, you got another. Uh... There we go. I can barely see that. Um, Thomas, you got uh, another question for us from the uh, from the vault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, from Budrich again. Uh, would you make a drink named after Drew Brees, and what would be in it? Well, I whatever guess it would just, be, I, it would yeah, be an abomination. Put, well, I guess you would just put whatever you want in there, right? It, like his pizza. Like just put a bunch of liquors, put a bunch of mixed Red stuff. Red beans and, and rice. Yeah. Just throw whatever in and see how it goes. So, yeah. I think, if you, I think if you made a Drew Drew Breeze drink, it's got to be something that can be great and totally disappoint you. Because I feel like... With him, like, the defense always let him down, and that's just, like, part of his story, right? So I feel like it needs to be something that, like, like an Irish car bomb, right? If you get an Irish car bomb, it can be amazing, but sometimes you can get it, and it can just be, like, sewer water tasting. So, like, I feel like the Drew Brees drink, like, it needs to be something that I don't that think you- Irish car bomb has ever not been amazing. I'm going to agree to disagree with you there. Oh. Always amazing. Delicious. The Pelicans won 135 to 115. They got beat by the Timberwolves earlier in the week by 40, and they just housed the Clippers. I don't fucking understand the Pelicans. Yes, they're they're weird. They're very Um, weird. Next question, Thomas. Next question is from uh, Jason DeJohn. What is Sean's answer to this? Fuck, marry, kill. Drew, 
Taysom, Malcolm Jenkins. That's weird. Go ahead, Dave. That's all you. <laughs> oh, I get the weird one. Uh, <laughs> FMK gonna... with Drew, Taysom, and Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. I'm gonna I, say you kill, gotta kill gonna... Jenkins, right? No, no. Or do you I'm kill Taysom? Say... No, I say you kill Drew because Drew. <laughs> you got a... already dead. <laughs> yeah, might as well get rid of him. The disrespect. Uh, I think you gotta marry Taysom and hope that everything works out. And uh, I guess that means you're having sex with Malcolm Jenkins. So enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy that. All right. What else we got, what Thomas? Else we got, Thomas? I didn't think we would have an FMK in our uh, I didn't podcast either. today. Yet here we are. Here we are. The next question is from Bulky again. Uh, how much can those refs go fuck themselves? Ooh, <laughs> they can the go fuck moon. all the way. All go fuck themselves. All the way. And I... I did tweet death of the universe. I tweeted this yep. at, at Dave Damashek. He tweeted out the picture of Favre all beat up in the NFC Championship, and he said Drew Brees needs to thank Brett Favre and Adrian Peterson for his nine thousand fumbles because otherwise he wouldn't have a ring and he would just be a compiler and not a Hall of Famer. And I was like, "Fuck you! If not for Bill Vinovich, we'd have two rings, you son of a bitch." So and I don't think yeah. here's an interesting thing though. I don't think we're never getting over 2018, but I listened to to, uh, to um, uh, Alex Anzalone on the uh, Ross Tucker podcast, and he talked about 2018 like we talk about 2018. So I think Sean Payton did, did too on Morton Anderson's podcast. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you listened to that, but Sean Payton was like, "Yeah, it sucks." Yeah, like, yeah. So, so I mean that's just that's just what it that's just the way it goes. And other people, other people, it'll fade as just a really bad call, and it'll go in the bin of all the other bad calls. Not for us. 2018 is just like I don't even know what you compare. It's like a it's like a scar that never ever will heal because we oh yeah because we because even if the Saints win a Lombardi. It doesn't heal it because we wanted it for Drew and we wanted it for that group and they just didn't get it. It's the worst Saints thing that ever happened. Ever. Nothing was worse. Worse than Junior Gallet on a beach? Ooh. Maybe not. Thomas, do we have any more questions? Oh, yeah. We have quite oh, a yeah. bit of questions. <laughs> Bring them on. What else we got? We got it. Next one is from uh, Christmas. Uh, Andrew, is it true that uh, when Drew built up his incredible hog arm last summer, he destroyed his kinetic chain and broke everything else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we were promised this uh, Drew Brees arm strength this offseason, weren't we? We were promised that he could sing it around, and I even remember Nick Underhill in training camp saying, oh, yeah, Drew does look like he's got a little extra juice in the arm. He broke all uh, his so, ribs. Yeah, we were promised arm. that, and then uh, the, the arm thing never came around. Um, you know, look, the, the ribs, the arm injury, I think I think his body just broke down. And Once he started uh, getting hit, that changed everything pretty quickly, unfortunately. Next. 
Next one uh, from the chat. Let's mix it up. Uh, from Brandon Reese. Can Jameis get us to the Super Bowl? Ooh. I think so. It's a trade-off, though, Brandon. If he, if Jameis gets us to his Super Bowl, Jameis one of one will be the most insufferable son of a bitch you ever saw. You just have to mute yeah. him. I guess you could mute him on Twitter and solve that problem. Here's how I feel about the 2021 Saints right now, and you know, obviously, we'll get free agency in the draft, and we'll get a chance to see what the roster looks like and all that before I make any season predictions, but. I don't think they can win the Super Bowl next year. I just don't like they're losing some guys. I think I think they'll still be decent. There's a chance they'll get in the playoffs, but I don't view the Saints right now as a legit threat to win the Super Bowl. What could but to me it's all about the quarterback. So whereas I think the last few years the defense and maybe some of the pieces have elevated Drew Brees and, and the rest of the team. I think the quarterback maybe is going to have to elevate them this year. So if they can get, you know, whether it's Taysom or James Winston or someone else, if they can get uh, a play from the quarterback position that elevates the rest of the team, then they may actually be able to be really good. Uh, but without that, I don't think they're a serious people. Kevin, Kevin, if I told you right now, you mm-hmm. can have the 2021 Saints. They'll be 2,000. Saints level fun, not a Super Bowl contender. They'll win a division, win one playoff game. You can have that, or you can have whatever behind is behind door number two. Mystery is, what do you take? I mean, I'm guess I'm gonna take the mystery. Ooh, surprising. <laughs> I, mean, I would take. What? We're gonna get one. We're gonna get one year with whoever the quarter with, with what Jameis is the quarterback, and we sort of luck into the postseason. Yeah, but it would be so fun, like Jameis or Taysom leading the Saints to the playoffs. Oh my God, that would be amazing. And, and winning a play, like we could stunt all over the Taysom hating nerds for a week in the playoffs after they won. My oh, God. Yeah. Being be able to tell Falcons fans, hi, you, Drew Brees is gone and you thought you were off the hook. Yes, and Taysom Try owned again. you again. My God. Yeah. That would be delicious. What? What's next, Thomas? Okay, this one uh, is pretty funny. From Jet Pendergrass. What film explosion would best describe the Kepner's reactions after the Taysom deal was announced? Head explosion, yeah. What head explosion? Hmm. Isn't it the know, one I... from uh, Trancers or whatever it is? I don't know. I always like the famous, one? the meme one where the guy's like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. What's like a huge meltdown? I, I mean, it's not a film, but uh, what's the dude that said we'll do it live? Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, the Bill, Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly head explosion. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a head explosion, but he like his his whole face is like red, and he's like yeah, yeah. beating on the table. That's a good one. All right, Thomas, what's yeah. next? Oh, I'm afraid that's all we have. Okay, all right. Yeah. So Drew, I just, love you, man. I want to remind people to become a patron. I should have done it. I did it earlier in the show, but we are going to have a special Zoom call. 
for free agency, whenever the Saints do their big, shocking Mickey Loomis, let's laugh at the cap nerds move, and you know it's going to happen. Like, you know the Saints are going to do something. They're going to sign Winston. They're going to extend Lattimore. They're going to sign a mid-level free agent. They're going to add a corner. They're going to do something that's going to be amazing, and we're going to laugh at the cap nerds. And then we're going to do a Zoom call for patrons only, and that's why you want to be a patron. And, oh, by the way, any breaking news the Saints have, we cover it first. Like, every time the Saints did breaking news this past week, 30 minutes after, 20 minutes after, Marcus Williams, they did his franchise tag. They announced it 31 minutes later. I checked the clock. We had the podcast up for the patrons. So, I mean, we're the best Saints podcast on earth. And, by the way, thank you, Malta. Back up, number six. You did us mm. proud. I'm proud of you, Malta. I'm proud of you, Malta. Top, five, get or, top five or nothing. <laughs> maybe after this Drew Brees. Top one. Maybe we'll, uh, yeah. Maybe we'll peak. But Thomas did, did promise us number one in Malta. That was his... That was his that pitch was his to hire plan. him. So, do we have yeah, a time right. frame where Thomas has got to get us number one in Malta? Um... I, I think we might have to. We next have to, week. We have to, I'll give until next week. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. I don't know about about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Angry Thomas. I love that. I, the Saints need to wreck his show rundown and graphics plan every week because Angry Thomas in the pregame is just delightful. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, it's been amazing. And oh, by the way, I will be on Channel 4 tomorrow morning at 6.05 with my eyes closed, wearing an ugly-ass sweater, getting insulted by Eric Paulson. You get a, you get a, you get an off-season version of that, me talking about Drew Brees retiring. So set your clocks. So for Kevin, for oh, Andrew. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You forgot to tell people about the hotline, right? Oh, yeah. I'm so dumb. You got to call the hotline. Call the hotline. Um... And leave your Drew Brees uh, appreciation uh, message. Uh, that's Dave's baby. It goes dormant uh, in the off season mostly. Um, but what's the phone? What's the phone number? It's two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight. You go straight to voicemail once again. Two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight go straight to voicemail keep it to a minute we will play give us, give us your best drew Brees memories your best drew Brees memory or just write a poem or a love song or whatever and we will play them all we'll play them all this week get them in by tuesday and we'll play them all we'll, we'll make it public for everybody uh, it'll be a its own pod, mini podcast uh do it stops. and uh you know Give us your best because we love Drew. Oh, man. I'm watching uh, Sports Center right now or ESPN because I was watching the Pelicans game. And it's just highlight after highlight of Drew Brees right now on ESPN. Yeah. It's uh, sad. It's crazy. It's awesome. So, damn. That's it. So, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, for Thomas, running everything like a pro uh, in Poland at like four, at like five in the morning. He's a superstar. Everybody, you should thank him. Uh, I'm Ralph. Uh, Until next week, the bar is closed.